calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Fantasy Magazine. Hi, and welcome to the Fantasy Magazine Story Podcast. I'm your host and new editor of Fantasy Magazine, John Joseph Adams. If you're a longtime listener of this podcast or a longtime reader of Fantasy Magazine, you might want to visit our website at fantasy-magazine.com and read the March 2011 editorial, which explains the editorial transition. But rest assured, I'll be working hard to maintain the high standards set by the previous editors of Fantasy Magazine, and we've already got some really exciting fiction lined up for you this year. Our story this week is Choose Your Own Adventure by Cat Howard. It's read for you by Gabrielle DeCure. Cat Howard is a former competitive fencer and current university professor. Her short fiction has previously appeared in Stories, Weird Tales, and is forthcoming from Lightspeed. She's also a 2008 graduate of Clarion. Her heroes are Buffy and Joan of Arc, and she only speaks of herself in the third person when writing bios. I hope you enjoy the story, and if you do, I hope you'll go to our website at fantasy-magazine.com and leave a comment. Just click on Fiction and find this story, and then leave a comment there. Or if you'd like to help spread the word, go to iTunes, find the Fantasy Magazine Story Podcast, and leave a review or rating there. Well, that about does it for this week's intro, so let's take a trip through the looking glass and explore the world of fantasy. Choose Your Own Adventure by Cat Howard The most dangerous moment in any story is the beginning. As the story opens, every ending is equally possible. Every path unwalked. Every question not only unanswered, but unasked. The unread story is infinite possibility. Yet the ending is already written, and though you be clever, though you be brave, there is no outwitting it. Are you brave enough to begin? If so, turn to page one. If not, remain safe. Close the book and return it to the shelf. No one will think any less of you. Page one. You find yourself standing in a beautiful garden. It teems with all the birds of the air 
and all the creatures of the earth and every good thing that grows. As you explore, you feel an incredible sense of peace and rightness, as if the garden had been created just for you. This is the place you belong. Still, you are restless and lonely. You begin to explore your surroundings. At the western edge of the garden, there is a gate. Do you walk through it? If yes, turn to page 37. If no, turn to page 19. Page 19 You wish to see more of the garden before you leave its bounds. Soon you are glad you have chosen as you did, for you find the perfect companion for all your days and nights. You come to believe you have found a new Eden as well. It seems impossible for a place so perfect to be other than paradise. When they are born, you name your children Cain and Abel. This will prove to be a mistake. Page 37 Gates, like books, are meant to be opened, and you would never be truly content if you did not know what lay on the other side. You pass through the gate and enter into a dark forest. You hesitate for a moment, look back, but the forest stretches behind you as if the garden had never been. You continue on. Shadows deepen. An owl calls. Something cries out at a distance and is silenced. You grow chilled, and your feet develop a talent for finding uneven spots of ground, tree roots, and rocks. After the third time you fall, you lean against the very tree whose roots last tangled your feet. The bark prickles and rubs against your back. But it is a welcome distraction from your bruised knees and skinned palms. Your bones are weary, and your muscles ache. You crave sleep. A brief rest to fortify yourself for your journey. Do you close your eyes? If so, turn to page 3. If not, turn to page 25. Page 3. You close your eyes and drift into sleep. When you awaken, you are in your own bed. The previous events were a dream, which has already begun to fade. You spend the rest of your life trying to return to the winding path in the dark forest. You never will. Page 25. You scrub your hands across your eyes and push yourself back to your feet. The path takes you on a short downhill curve and winds around to the door of an inn. The quill and ink reads the sign over the door. You smile and enter. Inside, there is warmth, the hearty scent of food, and a group of people singing songs both off-key and bawdy. You slide seamlessly into the small community and feel refreshed after you have shared a meal and stood a round of drinks. Eventually, you notice the singing has died down, replaced by a rapt silence. There is a knot of people wound tight around the fire, telling stories.
At first you simply listen, but then you are asked to tell a tale of your own. It is the tale, not the coin, that will pay your shelter for the night. Do you tell a story? If yes, turn to page 47. If no, turn to page 62. Page 47. You are warm and happy and just drunk enough to think that telling a story is something you can do. You invoke the muse and she speaks through you. When you finish, only the crackling fire breaks the silence. You watch as, next to you, a single tear trickles down a perfect cheek. It is the last story you will ever tell. Page 62 The only story you know is your own, you say, and you must continue on to know how it ends. You make your excuses and stand one more round before you leave to ensure there will be no hurt feelings, and more importantly, no knives in the back as you walk through the door. The air is crisp, and you are refreshed. The moon limbs the trees in silver and makes clear your path. You hear music, so beautiful that at first you wonder if you are dreaming. The pound of the drums speeds the pulse of your heart, and the skirl of the strings pulls you through the night. By the time you reach the standing stones, you are very nearly dancing down the path. Inside the ring of stones, the dancers spin and leap, a bright chaos of form and shape, carried along by an exultation of song. You want, as you cannot remember wanting anything, to cross into the stone circle and join the dance. Do you? If yes, turn to page 56. If no, turn to page 72. Page 56 As you step through the ring, every hair on your body stands as if electrified. Your feet begin to move in a complex pattern you were never taught, but now know in your blood. You do not wish to ever stop dancing. It is unlikely you ever will. Page 72 you linger, just for a while, held by the unaccustomed beauty of the music. You watch the faces of the dancers and wonder if it is joy that holds their mouths wide, burns their eyes bright. You cannot tell. You decide you would rather choose your own steps, and so you turn away. At first your feet seem heavy, not quite your own, but as you continue to walk, your steps become easier. You believe that you are lucky, that you have continued to escape fates you would rather not own, and so you do not concern yourself with the rain that has begun to fall. But the soft trickle becomes a pelting, and you duck into a crevice in the hillside. The interior of the hill opens up before you like a dark cathedral, a staircase, worn into the rock by millennia of pilgrim feet, rings the edge of the space and spirals downward. You walk down the stairs, 
and as you do, memories unweave inside your head. The best and worst moments of your life play out with a clarity they did not have when you first experienced them. But there is something else. Perhaps a second set of footsteps on the stairs? A whisper, a bare rustle in the dark. Easy enough to dismiss, to pretend that you do not feel the weight of a presence in the darkness behind you. The spiral of the staircase becomes tighter, inexorable. The following tread, impossible to ignore. The steps come a half-beat after yours, a shadow's echo. You pause, hoping whoever, and oh, how you hope it's a whoever here in the dark under the hill, will continue on past you, but the steps pause as well. Surely you think, if it had meant to hurt you, surely it would already have done that. Knowing would be better than imagining an expanding catalogue of horrors. Do you turn to look back? If yes, turn to page 89. If no, turn to page 114. Page 89. You've been reading the alternate endings, haven't you? Of course I know. I know everything that happens in all the stories I hold. Did you think I wouldn't notice that you're cheating? Do you not understand that stories have rules? You feel a pulling and then are buffeted by a whirlwind. You hear something tear, feel a page come loose from your bindings. You find yourself back at the beginning, holding a book. You open the cover. Once upon a time. Page 114. You continue walking. Three more steps. Then... A hand slips into yours, and the story ends, as all stories must, with the snip of a thread and the crossing of a river. You pay the ferryman with coins plucked from your own eyelids. You pass beyond the realm of the page. This has been a production of Fantasy Magazine in association with Skyboat Road Company, Inc. To subscribe to this podcast, comment on this story, or read additional stories from Fantasy Magazine, visit fantasy-magazine.com. Thanks for listening. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. 
Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.